Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Pissed Off Pod. I'm Danny, And I'm Jess and we're the Pierce Sisters, your hosts. And today we are going to be talking about dating. And when we thought about this topic, we were thinking we might frame it in a lockdown COVID kind of perspective, but we're also very open to just see seeing where the conversation goes. Yes, because I think dating is such a complex topic now, especially in today's society, because I think the realm of dating has changed so much compared to what it used to be. Even, like, what we watched growing up about dating and, like, oh. the movies and the things that set our perspectives on dating it's has, so it's different. So, yeah, it's so different. It couldn't be more different. No, I know. And even, like, dating in today, like, the availability of dating apps and compared to dating from high school and <laughs> like it's so I mean I don't we, know. I grew up being scared to talk to people on the internet I grew up being taught that everyone on the internet is predators you don't make friends unless you know people in person you mm. don't add strangers on Facebook and a lot of yeah. my friends did right but I was always like no and then all of a sudden I was like oh now we meet people online that we don't know and then we go on <laughs> dates with strangers and all of a sudden it's okay and so it was this battle in my head being like yes how do I how do I go from from only wanting to meet people in person because it's safer to then yeah I'll go and meet you and I mean there's all those rules now like to make it safer you go to a public place you tell someone where you're going all that kind of stuff yeah. you, you you date smart if you're going to meet a stranger but still it was such a weird shift it was a really weird shift <laughs> I didn't quite experience it probably so hot and cold to what you did because when I left school, I was in a relationship, mm. and that relationship ended, and I pretty much jumped straight into another relationship, Yeah, and I was in that relationship for a few years. It happened very quickly, the two. Yeah, mm. very quickly, um, and then all of a sudden, that relationship ended, and then I was single for the first time for an extended period of time for, like, seven years. Do you remember that? My goodness. Oh, flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being like, this is so exciting for you. You get to be mm. single, and, like... contrasting me who was single that entire time until like the last four three or couple of months or whatever Mm. of your other relationship your second relationship that was the first time I was with somebody and we were like hey we both have partners Partners. and then (laughs) next minute (laughs) I was in a relationship which I've been in for two and a half years yeah and And I was single (laughs) (laughs) and now you're living the single life literally I mean sometimes like I didn't really experience dating in high school the way that most people probably do Mm. I didn't really date (laughs) yeah I feel like it is a a very common um conception to be like everyone dates in high school I don't think everyone does I know a lot of people that didn't yeah you still did the whole being in a relationship and dating and I didn't kiss a boy until I was like 18 yeah, <laughs> which for you felt like forever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was like just before I started university was when I kissed a boy for the first time, mm. or kissed anybody for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my first kiss, and and so like I was felt like I was always playing catch up, you yeah. know. I, and now I wonder, like, what would that have been like going through that experience if it was in COVID? Like, imagine if I was just about to start uni, never had a boyfriend, never really kissed anybody or had any kind of, like, cute romances, Mm. and then I'm about to go to uni and we go into lockdown. There's people at this point that are about to start their 
or finished their second year of uni and they've never actually gone to uni. Yeah. Like that's how strange is that? I know, and it sucks. Yeah. I like But the thing is they don't know any different. No, but Which is sad. <laughs> but the fact that they don't know any different, I don't think like they don't have anything to compare it to. And I wonder if people that have only had that experience can bond over it because they can relate. You know, I, I sit here and I'm like, how did you make friends? But maybe yeah. because nobody could experience making of friends the traditional way at uni, they've all made little friendships. It would be really strange to be going to uni and well, to not be going to uni, like <laughs> like and making friends through like yeah. your online, you know, tutorials where you have the breakout rooms and it's really I don't think it's feasible to make friends in that situation. But maybe no. the people that are experiencing that are doing the events that I'm not bothering to go to online because I already have friends from yeah. uni. You know, maybe that is where the connections are being made. Yeah, and I feel like you universities are probably making a greater effort to put on social events especially for first years yeah definitely i mean i'm on a couple of boards for uts and it's very like they're very focused on trying to engage a sense of belonging and and give that to first years and second years and they really are concerned with the experience and trying to make it as good as possible Mm. despite the circumstances so i think that's really cool and i'm sure all universities are doing that obviously yeah (laughs) but it's like it is an interesting fact like in in flipping that towards dating like I reckon a lot of people probably meet their partners at uni. So many. When I... I know so many people from uni that have met their partners at uni. And while that didn't happen for me, despite my efforts, (laughs) it was just not meant for me. I went on a couple of dates with people from uni. Both were pretty much disasters. (laughs) Pretty mortifying. But it led me to Jackson, so it's fine. Exactly. (laughs) It's part of the journey. But, like, yeah, and I was very much at uni, like... I didn't have dating apps really until the year that I met Jackson, but the beginning of that year, I was like, I'm going to get dating apps because meeting people in person is really hard and it sucks. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to do it. And everyone was like, "Mm," because I didn't really know anybody that had (laughs) done it. You know, you hadn't gone through it. Um, You were still with somebody and my best friend hadn't gone through it because I think she was with somebody and I was just like, you know what? This is how people meet today. This is the new meeting in a bar. It's meeting on Tinder. I didn't get Tinder because I was really scared. So I just got Bumble. Um, <laughs> and I think I went on like a couple of dates. A lot of them were people that I knew already. But it was a good breaking of the ice of like, hey, we're both looking for somebody. Yeah. So it's still useful because you know who's single and who's trying to meet. And it was cool. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say something that I don't know if is going to be received very well. Or people are going to agree with. But I personally think that people that I have good conversations with online, a lot of the time, especially boys, doesn't translate to good in-person conversations. Yes, I agree. You know, people that I have chemistry with online, oh, I think, oh, yeah, then you meet in person and it's so awkward. Mm -hmm. And it's such a mess. And then when I met Jackson, we got on like a house on... Is that what you say? House on fire? Is that the the phrase? We got on really well. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. We got on really great. And then I remember texting him like that first period when you start like that's how you communicate Mm. when you're not around and it was like I remember thinking wow if we met on tinder I would not have kept talking to you because we just yeah we don't and it's because we have such a good in-person connection he's like both of us are naturally not very Mm. wanting to text and stuff like that so it was just it just it struck me as weird because now everyone meets online but does the compatibility from online actually stem to being in person? I I don't know yet, but I agree with you. And, and, <laughs> and what I had as my bio 
on my dating profile. Yeah. It was something like um, my two favorite things, number one, dogs, number two, food. And then it was dot, dot, dot. Honestly, I just want someone to dance with me in the R&B room. That was my bio. That was the type of person I was attracting. And I think if Jackson saw that bio, he would have just swiped the other way. Because he was like, I don't like dancing. I'm not really into that kind of music. I don't want to go to the club. He likes dogs, but not that much. And, you know, he's not a big foodie like me. But then it's like perfect match. So I just find (laughs) it so like the person that I was looking for online was the complete opposite of the person that I needed. That's so funny. And like I'm on there being like, this is what I need. I know, like blah, blah, blah. I thought it was the perfectly curated. And then, oh, that was such a bad bio because so many guys would just be like, no, I'll dance with you, baby. Like it's so cringeworthy, right? Uh, uh, you know what? Like, but it comes down to like the principle of like keyboard warriors. Like, people have so much ego and confidence when they message someone online that they can be that like a little bit risque and yeah. like super flirty. Like, there's flirty and then there's like a little bit beyond flirty. Yeah, then there's like a little bit too far. Yeah, I remember this one conversation I had with somebody that I matched on Bumble, and I used to send gifts as my first thing because I read an article online that said after I messaged a bunch of people and didn't get any replies I read this article that says if you send a gif you're much more likely to get a reply oh yeah because people think hey that's unique and I was like well if everyone's doing it I don't get it but I got so many replies I used to send like a waving penguin or like a dog that was like hello um and I (laughs) you know what I actually did that a couple of times but I did this stitch like (laughs) I Like the hand. I did that too sometimes. I used to just rotate between three or four and I used to get heaps of replies. And sometimes people would send a gift back and then it's really awkward because how do you keep that conversation going? But one conversation, this guy, like, sent me, like, a kind of sexual flirty type whatever, like, like kissing the neck or something like that. And I was like, ha, 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 cute. But then all of a sudden it went to, like, X-rated. And I was like, we haven't even, you haven't even said hello. And I just blocked him because I was like, you're just sending me, me X-rated, like, video. Like, what? Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. And right now, COVID, you can't really meet people not online because you can't go out. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're meeting someone on your afternoon walk and you're keeping your 1.5 meter distance going in opposite directions. Like, yeah, there's or nothing. Your, <laughs> or in your workplace, like, in your designated zones. Yeah. But even now, you're we're working work, from home. I'm not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Oh, and I did not expect us to have another lockdown like this. Like, I really didn't. Me neither. And now, what, we've got another couple weeks and it's going to be, like, over a month in lockdown. (sighs) And it's fine. But, like, how do you date? How do you meet people? I do not know. I honestly do not know. Because at the moment, I'm single and I don't have any of the dating apps. I, I consciously deleted them. Oh, goodness. I don't even know how long ago now. It was a little while. It was a little while ago. Um... One, because I was just like, I'm over-wasting my time. You can only sift through the trash for so long before you get sick of the smell. Exactly. (laughs) That is perfect. Honestly, like, that is just... That is exactly what it was. And you know what? Now that we're in lockdown and I'm not interacting with anyone, I'll be honest, it's tempting to re-download just for the pure purpose that I'm bored. It's entertainment. And I used to do that. Like, you get through the stage when you're on apps and it's so hard to make a genuine connection, especially me when I was... Like, if you meet on a dating app, I kind of learned this, that you, you sort of need to talk for a a few days maybe a week and then you need to meet up and if you don't meet up that soon then it gets awkward it fizzles out 
you just yeah. become friends. There was this one guy that I met in a dating app, and we just became friends and, like, used to Snapchat each other all the time. And I was like, how yeah. did I meet this guy? <laughs> we never met in person, and then I ended up, like, unfriending him because it got a bit weird. But it's, like... You it just, is true. There is a small window. That you have to meet with yeah, them, right? So if you face. meet with somebody on COVID, like, I mean, on dating apps right now and we're in lockdown, you can't meet up with them. Yeah. So it, it it's so hard to get past that. And I mean, Zoom dates, like, really, does anyone do that? <laughs> FaceTime dates? Well, that's what I mean. Like, the dating apps are pushing that for this exact reason. And I know, I know people that have done it. I've never personally. Uh. Um, I I have heard of people doing it. Um, and I've heard success stories and I've heard mm. unsuccessful stories. <laughs> goes both ways. Um, but that's like a normal date too. Yeah. <laughs> Good, bad and the ugly. Oh, like, get having on terrible dates. <laughs> terrible dates before COVID. It doesn't have to be on Zoom for it to be no. or FaceTime for it to be bad. That's right. But for myself personally, it doesn't really sp- spike my interest for a few reasons i live at home yeah it's really awkward also like they say like set it up and have dinner together and if you're in the family like how if you're around other people how do you sit down at the dinner table like but i think it serves a purpose maybe like if you're living alone because it does create that Mm. sense of interaction definitely that sense of connection and so i do think it serves a purpose but for myself personally in my dating life right now it doesn't fit it's not me only feasible for a certain lifestyle right now i think so it is harder yeah. when you're you're sharing a space with any with other people. Yeah. And also it's just awkward. <laughs> like when you got mm. other people and even if they're just like, it's fine, you know, it's not something it's, you want to mm, be like no. yeah. When yeah. you're having that first awkward conversation that you have on a first date. Yeah, when you're like, So what's what did you do? What, what was your favourite subject yeah. at school? And what did like- you study at university? <laughs> did you go to university? Do you have siblings? What's your favourite colour? <laughs> have you ever been overseas before COVID? <laughs> what's your like dream destination to go to after COVID? <laughs> oh my god. Do you have a dog? Wow, I remember having that conversation with Jackson. I remember we were at dinner. Yeah. And the waitress that was serving us was somebody he went to school with. (laughs) And he used to be really good friends with her. And so she was just like... And like a family friend of ours was sitting on the table next to us. That was it was just like anyway. I ordered the not the spaghetti. I ordered something that I didn't want to be messy. I'm very clumsy. I'm pretty messy. And I was like, don't get food everywhere. Just control it. Keep it in the bowl or in your mouth, and that's it. And I put my fork down, and it fell and like flicked tomato (laughs) sauce almost onto him. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) And that has been the tone of our entire relationship: me spilling food. (laughs) anyway tangent over you're right like all those conversations on on facetime it's awkward enough in person yeah and also like when does it end i don't know like at a normal day you hang out there you go home or you leave but Mm. it's just like okay i want it i want this to end now like yeah (laughs) just press the end call i've got somewhere else to be except it's covid and i'm in lockdown i've literally got nowhere else i can go sorry the bachelor's on now (laughs) so i have to go watch I've really been lucky that I have a partner during COVID because I have someone to, like, hang out with and I don't have to deal with the whole dating thing. And I don't know. Like, we actually met in person, whereas most people meet online. Mm. Like, literally everybody. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's so good that we can meet people because it it opens up your pool of opportunity and and meeting the right people and meeting... Yeah. um, yeah, people that are good for you. And and I think, like, sometimes dating apps can get, like, a bit of a bad rep. Mm. And I think a lot of people use them for the wrong reasons, probably. Or or maybe not the wrong reasons, because is there a wrong reason to use a dating app? If you have your intentions clear, 
yeah then i don't think there's anything wrong with anything you know if, no. you, if you make it very clear to the other person what you want so you don't lead them on in any way mm. then i don't think there's anything wrong with using it just for fun to make casual relate like casual encounters long-term relationship whatever you know just companionship as long as you're just open with yeah. it the other person deserves to know your intentions and they should share theirs but it's just like if you're searching for a relationship i just think it's you get a lot of negativity because it's like oh you're trying to just find the right person and find someone better and sift through mm. it whereas having more choice i think it means you get more chance of meeting somebody compatible that was a really long roundabout way to get to that point <laughs> yeah i i agree to a certain extent but i also think like within that dating apps are still limited though because you're judging a book off its cover it's so superficial it is <laughs> Like, and it's so hard not to be superficial. And also, people don't look like their photos because in real life, there's so much more nuance. You know, there's so much more depth and yeah. individuality and detail. Yeah, it is. It it is a really hard situation. Like, I don't have anything against dating apps. Would I prefer to meet someone in person? I used to say yes, and I think I still sit on that side of the fence. Probably because you haven't had. I mean, if you haven't had a fantastic story from dating apps or experience how can you think like that's right that's not like i've had a terrible run i haven't had any like super bad horror stories (laughs) but i haven't certainly had a successful one because here i am single (laughs) i mean i tell people okay so there was one person that i met up with from a dating app that yeah i met up with that i didn't know previously Mm -hmm. the only one i ever went on everyone else which was probably one other person (laughs) or somebody I already knew so I went on this date with this person and we talked for ages and I thought it was going really well but when I tell people the story they think it's like a horror story (laughs) I can't even think of what you're gonna say so we chat we're talking we went to like a dessert place we got coffees and I don't know pancakes or something and then you know he starts showing me like he wants to get a lot of tattoos nothing wrong with that and he's like yeah I just became friends with this guy he seems really cool and it was, like, somebody that was, like, a tattoo enthusiast. Like, eyeballs tattooed, yeah. tongue split, piercings all over his face. And I was like, cool, cool. Sounds fun. But this guy was, like, not that vibe at all. Okay. Like, he was, like, the type of person that you would not expect. So I was like, okay, this guy's definitely in a transitional phase of his life. You know, he was discovering who he was. And he's like, yeah, my new recent passion is to go to abandoned bridges and tie ropes and then jump off. And I was like, I hope that's legal. I don't know if it's legal to go to just random abandoned bridges and jump and like I get the thrill seeking part but it was just like I was like cool cool okay I was already thinking like we're probably not compatible and then at the end of the date I'm like okay bye he's like do you want to come to my car and I was like "Ooh, no (laughs) he's like no no I want to show you something and I was like ah and he's like where are you parked and we were parked very close together so I was like well I have to walk it was heaps of people around not late lots of cars lots of people and I was like okay well I have to walk to my car anyway he goes I want to show you my balls <laughs> and I was like excuse me he goes, I want to show you my balls and I was like and he goes I juggle <laughs> and I stand on my car and I can see him open his door from his car and he takes out three balls and he just starts juggling and he's so bad he was just learning it was so bad and the balls went everywhere <laughs> and then we said goodbye and I never spoke to him again but what an experience to live through. Yeah. Can I just say that? I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. Honestly, like the characters you meet on dating apps, uh, regardless regardless if you even if you don't meet up with them, 
you definitely meet some very interesting people. Yeah, and I think it's good because I, I did a lot of I, – I was very searching for somebody, you know. Yeah. I, I always got told the, the narrative, the right person will be there when you stop looking and all that. Mm. And I didn't like that narrative because I'm a person that is very – like, I don't think you should just do nothing and expect things to happen. Yeah, I but agree. But there's a time and place for that because I think it's directed at the people, especially, like, when you're young in high school, which I was – I don't think I was really like this, but a lot of girls get caught up, and probably boys, in, in just trying to be with anybody. They just want to... Yeah. They force themselves into relationships or get into relationships that maybe aren't the best. And so it's like, wait, the right person will come when you're ready. You don't need to yeah. be searching. Because there was lots of people that I could have dated, but I just knew we weren't compatible, so I didn't go out with them. Mm. But I did a lot of meeting people. I met a lot of people. I went on lots of first dates because how... I had this theory, like, how can you know if you're somebody's good for you unless you actually meet them and hang out so I usually gave most people one or two dates before I would call it you know because meeting somebody online is so different it is to talking to them in person yeah so I was very open to that and through that experience I think it meant that when I found someone that was compatible with me I was very sure Mm. I knew and I had gone through that learning experience. So a lot of people would be like, oh, like your first relationship will never last. And I'm like, yeah, but I did so much dating before that to really make sure the person that I choose or chose was very compatible. Yeah. That doesn't mean it, like you never know what's going to last or what is going to happen in the future. But I think I made a good decision. Yeah. Right. And it's just, I don't know. I think that there's definitely value in, in taking on all the experiences you can and, and meeting as many people as you can. And that's so hard in COVID. <laughs> it is very hard in COVID. Because, like, firstly, obviously, you can't go out and put yourself out there in person. Mm-hmm. And to, like, if you are on dating apps, like we said, like, you, there's no space for you to meet up in person. So you've got to manage to hold virtual situationship. <laughs> situationship. <laughs> Relationship, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and build on that purely online without having that physical interaction you know without physically seeing the person without giving the hug when you first get there you know what I mean like there's such crucial parts of it you're right like breaking the touch barrier is such an important part when you're establishing the difference between a friendship and not a friendship and I learned this by watching a lot of YouTube videos on dating my favorite is Shan Boudram Shan Booty she's great on YouTube she has a lot of videos on how to attract what you desire and and be desirable Mm. and and because it is you do need to attract somebody and so that you can create a connection right so there's still value in that i think she's got a great channel and great sort of business and everything in her book right we've both read Mm. that she talks about how you you should break that physical touch barrier and it's so hard to do that but especially if you can't (laughs) If you can't see the person, yeah. And also, if you're supposed to social distance and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. A simple hug is something that's so important in in helping it go into something of a romantic nature as opposed to just a friendship. Yes, 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 yes. It's just if you can't touch somebody. I mean, the physical aspects of every type of relationship you have is so defining. Like, even your family members, like, physical touch is a huge part of being human, and it's a very, very important part of being in a relationship or getting to know somebody so mm-hmm. how do you like get to know somebody on the yeah. deepest level when you can't even like <laughs> it's a tricky a tricky situation that we're currently in i think yeah and i think like i wonder what the new normal is going to be 
So do I, because I'm going to have to experience it. <laughs> <laughs> like, when we go back, is it always going to be very in-person? Like, I wonder if we're all, always going to have this hybrid digital space now. Because everyone learned they can work from home, will people travel less for work? Does that mean, does that reduce how many people you can meet? I don't know. I just... There's that, but there's also the, the uh, idea that there's always another option online. And that's oh, what we stings me the most. I know. Yeah, we haven't even talked, like, touched on that yeah. yet. I think it's a, a, a touchy point for a lot of people because there is such an availability of someone else. And, I mean, it doesn't go for everyone because when I'm online and if I'm talking to someone, like myself personally, I'm only talking to that person. Do you mean yeah. once we've established, like, we've gotten past, like, the first date sort of thing and, it, and it's continuing, I'm not... Yeah, you give your attention to that person. You're not still scrolling on the apps. No, that's right. Yeah, and, like, even if I was continuing conversations with multiple people, like, you know, I don't want to just stop messaging somebody out of the blue if nothing's really happening with somebody else. But, like, yeah, you stop looking. You give your attention to the person who you're talking to. Exactly. But I think as a society, I think there's this general vibe that a lot of people aren't like that. No, and that's so... Strange. I remember trying to explain to, like, the older generation, like, the parents, what dating is. Because mm. I remember, like, Dad was like, you know, you just you meet somebody and then if you hang out a lot, you're just in a relationship. Mm. And then and then that's it. And I was like, Doesn't no. happen today. No, that's not <laughs> it. You, no. Uh-uh. You have to have the exclusive talk and then you have to have, or generally I think you have to have the, are we in a relationship talk, yeah. you know? it's And I'm so for, like, open communication. I really value... Yes discussing what you're both okay with, what you are, all that kind of stuff. Not so much for the point of labels, but just so everyone's on the same page. I like having compatible intentions. I don't know. (laughs) I hate the whole, this grass is always greener on the other side. It's just who's got the prettiest photo. And and when you know there's so much out there, like somebody can literally just get on an app and then meet somebody else if they get bored. And and I was never like that and you're not like that. So there's definitely people out there that aren't like that. But no. we, like, on, on the app, you encounter so many people that are. Yeah. You know, and, and finding somebody that is compatible with you, that you like genuinely. Yeah. That you're attracted to, that you have compatible lives and compatible intentions. <laughs> like, it seems, like, impossible, right? Yeah. <laughs> and when I met Jackson, we had a couple of those things. And then I remember thinking, oh, the chances of this working out are so slim because, like, how are we going to have everything compatible? But then we we did and it just mm. kept being and working but the chances of that are so even me I'm like now I'm like that is ridiculous that that even worked out <laughs> I mean it's good it's like it shows like, like that was meant to be and there is me? people out there like yeah. he is a guy that is very oh, just one of those people that's really content with what they have and I think that's a really valuable thing to have in a person because yeah. you need to learn that before you start dating because otherwise you'll constantly think is there something better better yes I feel like there's such a massive fear of commitment. Oh, and I had a fear of commitment. Like, it is a huge yeah. thing. Like, I... And I don't know why. I think it's because, potentially, for a huge number of reasons, but you see people get hurt all the time, yeah. and you don't know somebody else's intentions. And so I was very cautious. Mm. Not not a fear of commitment, but I was just very cautious. I didn't jump, in my perspective, I didn't feel like I jumped into anything. No. I held back a lot. Mm. And... And now, in hindsight, I can look back and be like, I didn't need to. But I didn't know that at the time. That's right. So it's like I still am probably, if I did it again, I would still be just as cautious because, like, I need to protect myself. Yeah. I am super cautious now. Not to say that I wasn't cautious before, but it's it's a new level for myself personally. And I think 
I don't know whether this is just myself or whether it's like a like societal thing but I feel like the longer I'm happy to be on my own the higher that my standards go because I'm not willing to settle for something less than I deserve and each day that I'm on my own and I can show myself what I deserve and be everything that I need it makes it extremely hard for someone to come in and prove otherwise that I not so much that I need them but that I want to risk yeah you know getting hurt over like they need to add value yes to your life exactly like like it, it becomes a privilege to be part of my life yeah and I was one of those people like I in high school like I didn't date because I didn't really want to I really enjoyed talking to lots of people and I thought being in a relationship meant you couldn't do that anymore Mm. which I don't believe is true no but in high school it sort of is you know like you you like I liked I, I wanted to be able to talk to everyone I wanted freedom I really enjoyed that and I think I was never really naturally wanting to get into a relationship I loved being by myself I loved my own Mm. time and I was so much like that I was so like and then now it's complete opposite if you met me now you'd be like no way (laughs) because I'm so like relationshipy but I was so not naturally like that and I wanted to meet someone obviously that's why I went on so many dates and I got stood up twice (laughs) And all I've been there. We have all been there. Yeah, and, like, I never thought in my life I would get stood up. And then I got stood up twice. But it, this is the thing, though. I don't have any shame about it. No, there shouldn't be shame about it because people... Like, your loss. That's exactly right. <laughs> it is 100% their loss. It just wasn't meant to be if they yes, didn't show up. And Exactly. And, oh, I knew the chances of it being compatible anyway were so slim that it was like, well, that just knocks even, you out already. Yeah, it's fine. that's right. And then there was, like, this one person that I thought, like... Because, you know, you meet someone and you think, Mm. there is potential here. That's the first thing you think. There is potential. Yes. And then you go and you see if that potential eventuates. And I used to get very excited on the potential. Yes. I get get carried away. It's easy to. It is very easy. Because you don't have much potential. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we could work. This could work. Oh, my gosh. And then they let you down and and they're not in the right place or they are not... uh, available Mm. you know for you or they are still talking to somebody else that's what happened to me the person lied to me and we're still seeing somebody else on the same sporting team that we were on (laughs) and didn't tell me and then I found out and we'd only been on a couple dates and I still met his family and I was like I remember I called him and I was like this is completely done he was like what I was like I found out you're still seeing her that's fine but you chose her yeah and I don't like you enough or know you enough to care like yeah like it was just like this obviously isn't right and I said maybe if you get yourself together figure out what you want maybe we'll be in the same place and the same time and it will work out and I was like but probably not and then I <laughs> we ended the call and he was just like oh and I remember he messaged me and he was like oh my brother is messaging me saying like I should get you back and blah 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 and I'm like one what does that even mean you don't want to get me back but yeah he was, I was like I don't even care and that moment I completely chose myself that was the first time after like two years of trying to meet people that I chose myself and then like three weeks later I met Jackson. And I could have stayed in that situationship and been like, he's gonna change and he's gonna be there for me and, and he he's said gonna pick me. Yeah, and-, and like he's just still sorting his stuff out and he's just figuring it out, but blah blah blah, I'm worth it. And I could have like I am worth it. And I could have been like but I can't make him see that. And if I'd have stayed in that, then the three weeks later I could have still been 
locked yes. up, messed up in that, and missed the opportunity of meeting the right person. Yes. So, and it's like, I can pinpoint, like, every single boy that I dated or talked to or thought there was potential or gave it a go, like, trying to get to know, every single one of those led me to that point where I chose myself. Mm. Took a long time. <laughs> yeah. And then I met somebody, and then I didn't compromise, and it was great, and, and now I can still choose myself and him, and it's it's great, but, like... It was, a, it was a long, messy journey. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's a lot about self-discovery and oh, as yeah. you grow up and, you know, your your life changes so much between school and university and mm-hmm. full-time work and it's so dynamic, you mm-hmm. know? So I think it's a, it's a self-development and self-love journey and, I mean, it's taken myself a, a long time to be like, you know what, like, at the end of the day, you've got to pick you because no one else We'll yeah. do it first because everyone else picks themselves. I personally, this is maybe a strange perspective. I think a relationship works when both people put themselves first because if I'm putting myself first, I'm not relying on the other person to make me feel happy, to make me yes. feel fulfilled. And then I, because I feel so fulfilled, I can still put them first as well and prioritize them. Yeah. And if they're putting themselves first, they already feel like they have enough so they can give something back to me. Yeah. So it's it is such a big journey and like I'm still learning like there's still times when I'm like still figuring out how to put myself first even though I'm in a relationship or like prioritize what I need and because that's a whole another journey learning how to be in a relationship it is 100% (laughs) I don't know I just I think the thing that frustrates me is that you don't know what the end is and this is about everything in life but just like who who are you going to end up with Mm. is it going to be good are you going to have a fantastic life together is it going to be everything you imagined or is it not there's no blueprint there's no like these are the steps you have to just make decisions and like a hope for the best and that's so terrifying it is terrifying but we're all in this together (laughs) (laughs) literally i think that wraps us up for dating for this episode i think we're gonna have to come back to this because it's just so complex (laughs) i know maybe we'll try and do some more specific topics but it was a really good introductory topic i think and discussion Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode and found it entertaining and also relatable and maybe you got something out of it which we'd love to hear. You can let us know on our socials. Yes, you can find us at Pierced Off Pod and we are Pierced Off on Instagram. You can also find us personally at Jess.Pierced and Danny.Pierced. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so drop us a comment or send us a message and let's create an awesome community. Catch ya! Catch ya! Catch ya!